Hey everybody and welcome back to the Build With Bickle podcast. I am of course your host Ian Bickle and welcome to another episode. It has been about a minute since I've recorded one of these um, but what I wanted to do is bring this podcast back in a big way. The first episode is going to be with ex-client Michael Curtis. So we worked together for 12 weeks um, it's been a couple of months since we actually worked together, which I think actually makes it a better podcast because it's not just fresh whilst he's in the coaching program or just after when he's had a hell of a lot of accountability. What I wanted is more of a representation of what life is like a few months later. Um, Michael had a bit of a turbulent history with his diet. As you're going to find out, he's been, he was on the diet roller coaster for about 15 years and um, now he's kind of well and truly off he's lost weight he's in the best shape of his life mentally physically um, and he has so much clarity moving forward um, he knows where he's at he knows what he wants and it's a fantastic episode so hopefully you take a lot of value from this and i will see you at the end of the podcast thank you Hey everybody and welcome back to the podcast. I am joined with ex-client Michael Curtis. I'll have given Michael a lovely little introduction um, before this, um, but we'll get straight into things. So how are you, Michael? I'm, I'm really good. Um, feeling really good in myself. Feeling physically well. I think more importantly, I'm probably mentally, but I definitely am. I'm mentally in a better place. Um, and just feeling excited kind of for what's to come next good stuff my man so we're going to get into all of that so Michael has been working with me he's went through the coaching program and he's been hugely successful he's had a bit of a turbulent past which we'll talk about from a diary perspective Um, and now is like kind of future is is so bright and what we're going to do is I guess first and foremost get to know you a little bit Michael so how old are you I'm 38 now 38 years yes. young so looking back um what what's what's the history of all of this where did it all begin um you know you mentioned off the air there it's been about 15 years so you you tell me what's kind of happened possibly longer than 15 years I think I mean if you even if you go back to Kind of childhood, I was always the the, the chubby kid. Um, I probably was always liked my food too much, didn't exercise enough. Um, and things stick in my mind from then, um, always been the big one. And that kind of rumbled on, lost a bit of weight when I was a teenager. Then I joined the army. Um, and I think in the army, everything's quite structured. So, you know, you've got your meal times, you've got your food, you're always on the go, you're always exercising. So you kind of burn a lot of that off. And then I left the army and that stopped and um, that structure wasn't there and kind of went my ends really. It was just eating anything, drinking, doing what I want, lost that structure. And then over time, slowly that kind of weight started to creep on. You have kids, you have a job, you know, life gets in the way and um, you don't prioritize yourself as much or I didn't. And then you just kind of felt as though I'd, I'd come around approaching kind of my thirties um, kicking about sort of 18 stone around there somewhere and just felt terrible, really. Sort of over time that had affected my self-confidence, um, didn't feel good in myself. And then it kind of spirals out of control. I think, you know, you, you look at your physical health, and it's connected, or it is with me, your mental health. And I just felt terrible, really, um, and start thinking, right, I need to do something. What am I going to do? And then it was kind of looking around to see what was out there um and what I could access to try and to try and improve things but you know I think it's always been a problem when I haven't had that structure um and that discipline there and kind of letting that go and it was just a gradual build up over time getting to that sort of 18 stone point so prior to getting to that 18 stone point had there been attempts at losing weight before that I tried so I, I, I tried your cinnamon clubs so I would go you know, I would pay me money, jump on the scales um, and, and kind of do that weekly. And initially there was success. And I think there was a point where I'd, I'd done quite well. Um, but 
I'd, I'd had to follow that that structure and I'd found that it didn't really match, you know, with me, with my life, with my work life, with my family life. Um, and it become a tie over time and you get used to doing the same thing kind of day in, day out. And I know some people I would continue to work for, but I, I didn't want to have to do that for the rest of my life. So I found that I'd get into this cycle where I'd go for, I don't know, like seven, 10 weeks, do well, drop off, put the weight back on, come back a bit heavier. And I'd think, right, that works. Go back, do it again. And it sort of, I must have done that for years. And I think I'd switch between different swimming clubs, um, thinking, um, you know, slimming, thinking this will work, that'll work. And I just found I was in this cycle of, of doing the same thing. Tried calorie counting. So I did that. But then I got really obsessive about it. So I was just checking everything um, like to the nth degree. It was taking forever to make a meal. Um, and it just that that didn't really fit with us either. And I was eating the wrong kind of foods. I was counting calories, but it wasn't the right calories, if that makes sense. Um, and again, I, I'd lose, you know, maybe a couple of pounds or something. And then I'd put it all back on again. Um, and then I'd switch from that back to slimming clubs. And then, you know, it was kind of back, back and forward, not really getting anywhere, having little successes, but then it all going back on, feeling even worse about myself and being even heavier. And then over time, I think it was just like, that would just knock me kind of, my confidence, um, my well-being, how I was with people. And it just kind of went on and on and on. And I wasn't getting anywhere. And then I got it in my head. There must be, I need to need, I need to know more. So I'd like start researching kind of calories, um, you know, different diets, what I needed to do. Uh, just like went to the went right down the rabbit hole totally lost my way information overload um and it all just sort of gone pear-shaped really for all them years and i got to the point where i thought you know what it's just me uh, i'm not meant to lose weight this is what it is um i'm going to stay like this uh, you know it must be me and that was it really i'd kind of just signed myself off and just left it at that after kind of failing for all them years well that's Totally, uh, yeah, relatable for a lot of the clients that I, I work with. Is It's almost like you kind of dig yourself out of the last diet. So over that course, how, how many years did this kind of, from when you went on your first diet to us starting to work together? It's got to be at least 15. It has to be at least kind of 15 years um, easily. And when we started working together, was that the kind of heaviest that you'd you found yourself? Yeah, yeah that would have been, yeah, that would have been the heaviest because I'd always come back heavier. So yes, in the short term, you might, you know, I would I would kind of lose that weight. But then it wasn't maintainable. You know, the, the systems, whatever I was following, it just it didn't really relate that well to my life. And kind of, I think I lead a normal life, kind of kids, um, work, you know, wife and balancing that all out, you know, trying to do things in your, in your social life as well. And it just, you know, it was too, too strict. And, you know, you've, you've got to count this. You can't eat that, but you can have this. And, you know, different ways of measuring what you're eating, how you're eating it. And um, it was just too complicated for, for my life. And, I, you know, I couldn't stick to it. So I'd stick with it for a bit, get sick of it because, you know, it just it didn't work for us. And then go on a massive kind of food bender and just kind of shove everything in my mouth that I could find. And then you kind of you'd be back to the same point. But you'd be you'd be gutted with yourself, or I would, I'd think, right, I'm doing well. Something to go wrong. I would clean the cupboard out, you know, it was sweets for me. So I'll just hammer, you know, chocolate and everything. I think, right, you know, I've fluffed it up. So I may as well just have this and I'll start again next week. Um, and that just went on and on and on. Um, eventually, you know, you get up to the, the eight stone, you're out of breath, walk up the stairs, you can't do any exercise. Um, you don't want to go out. You don't want to socialise really with people because, you know, nothing now fits you. Um, you don't feel particularly great about yourself. Um, I think it's probably not worse, but it's a little bit different for, for men maybe because we kind of, I find that, especially from a military background, there's a lot of banter and a lot of crack and you kind of cover over things with that and you kind of convince yourself that it's, it's not a problem and that you're, 
you're happy with who you are and how you are when really under the surface if you look at yourself you, you're not happy and you kind of put this kind of mask on for people to get on with things but you know yourself you're not happy and like you desperately want to do something about it so how low were you when we first started oh, well I, I think at that point i'd come to the end of me tether i mean i, I didn't know you existed um, and I just kind of made an agreement with myself that this is how it is. This is how it's going to be. Um, I, I thought, I felt that I'd tried everything. You know, I tried clubs. I tried um, counting calories. It wasn't making sense to us. Um, it wasn't working for us. Um, and I just thought it was probably, it was my fault. And, you know, maybe some of it was my fault. Maybe I didn't understand it that well. Um, but I just kind of, I'd made me peace with it really. And I just had to accept that there was nothing I would do about it and, and go with it, which was difficult. It was a bit of pill to swallow and you're unhappy when you're in that place because you feel like you can't, you can't change what you're doing. You just feel stuck, absolutely stuck. Like there's no way out. Um, and, uh, you know, you, you realize that you're going to, there's things that you probably lose, things that you can't do, you know, like physical wise, um, kids as well and all that kind of course all went through my mind just thinking this you know if I'm not healthy and they're growing up and it's not doing me any favours as I get older so you've got all that running through your head probably the lowest stuff probably one of the lowest points in my life if I'm being honest That's, and you know this affected you in so many areas of your life and it, it stopped you kind of living your life yeah definitely um, I just didn't want to do anything probably is more like arsey, really. Um, you know, people asking us to do things, it would always be, no, or I'm doing this, or make excuses, or it'd come to doing something, and then it'd get up to the point of doing it, I'd be desperate to find a way out of it. I wouldn't want to go and do something because I didn't feel myself, didn't feel I looked well in myself. I think if you don't, if you don't feel, you know, that you, that you look your best, then I think you don't kind of feel your best. And then you, you don't want to go out. Um, maybe think I don't want to go for a drink. It's, you know, it's these calories. It's going to make things even worse. Um, I don't want to go for a meal. Um, so I'll just try and avoid things. And it just gets lonelier and lonelier. Um, and it's, it's hard because then you, you don't kind of see the impact of what you're doing, the, the impact it's having on other people. Because other people think, oh, well, you know, they could think anything. Or he, he doesn't like us or you know, he's miserable or he doesn't want nothing to do with us and things like that and then you don't want to say it especially for me I found that really difficult to kind of talk about that openly um, especially among, amongst lads it's kind of I, I don't think you just kind of joke and laugh it off um, and I, probably it's different right, with my kids and I didn't I felt I was setting a bad, a bad example for them um, but yeah it was really really kind of dark really when looking back now on reflection mm -hmm. another thing that like you loved um, which you kind of fell out of because of like your health and your shape and your confidence was uh, cycling. Tell us a little yeah. bit about that, mate. Um, so I've never, I've never ever been the lightest person. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to set the cycling world alight. Definitely, but I used to enjoy it and I'd go out and we'd get the miles in and things. And you just the weight obviously affects that, and you get slower. You feel even worse in yourself. You know, you can't keep pace. And I think probably is with me, you feel like you're holding people back. Um, you know, you're spoiling people's other rides. You know, they might be able to go quicker without you. And a lot of that's probably in my head. It's sort of how I was feeling at the time. And you just kind of come back from it and you withdraw. Um, you don't want to go out. You don't want to do anything. You start making excuses um, and just kind of fell out of love with it um, and just knew that, you know, you can't keep pace. Felt terrible, felt terrible after every ride, physically, mentally, and it just put you off. Um, and I'd kind of, well, everything really I'd just withdrawn from. Um, I wasn't going out, I wasn't really, like I'd just dropped off the side of the earth. Really. Yeah, like as well, you kind of got labelled with this T-shirt as well. Tell it, tell tell the listeners a little yeah, bit about that. It was just like being kind of the, the, the fat lad at the back and you, you always are. You get put in that sort of bracket of where you're the you're the slow one, you know, you're the 
you're the big lad and you kind of become that. And I think you start, you'll you'll rip yourself apart before anybody else gets the chance to, because in the back of your mind, you'll know it's kind of coming. Um, and then you'll just, you'll automatically pull yourself down because if you do that, you know, nobody else can do it any worse than that because you've already done it yourself. But I think over time, like as a, probably as like a, a defence mechanism, really, that, that starts to get into your head. Um, or it did with me and you start to kind of believe it and it makes you you know it makes things even worse um, and you're doing all these different things to try and manage a bad situation and you, I don't, you can't see kind of the woods for the trees you just things just kind of spiral out of control and you get this sense of hopelessness which is well that's probably where I was at that, at that time yeah that that t-shirt which kind of might have look on the surface level a little bit like innocent that kind of fat lad at the back and that whole like I guess identity may just hit you a little bit more in the kind like emotionally than maybe what people like recognize which left left you like just not doing something that you loved yeah yeah and you you kind of it has that impact on you it it, it does I mean yeah it's I think it's probably been like a defence mechanism, really, and it's it was made worse when I've sort of bought into it as well, and I've started to believe it, and just thought, yeah, I am, I am the kind of the, the fat lad, um, and you and you go along with this, and you know, in fairness, I was, but emotionally, it does affect you, um, and then that's got the impact, you know, mentally that you lose all confidence and then you just think, right, I need a way out of this. And that's when, you know, you'll, you'll not be going out for rides. You won't be sort of socially engaging with people as much. And I was doing all them things. Um, and then you think all of these things that's going on because of, because of weight. And that, that's where it started, at weight. But then you look to what's happened from that and you've now got all these other issues that's kind of causing, starting to cause major problems. Yeah, so those problems started showing up in, like, your personal life. You mentioned your social life, like, your relationships at work, things like that. You know, those were all impacted through just your feelings of self-worth, which stemmed from, you know, your nutrition and health and body fat. Yeah, you become you like you become the weight problem, as I put it, becomes kind of you, and that just takes over like everything. And you don't think it does. And you know, for some people, it's an easy fix, and they do really well with it, which is great. Um, but for me, it wasn't, and it just it takes over kind of everything. It like it sort of reaches most parts of your life, um, and it's not until you really look at it. And you, you just realise how much damage and how much impact it's having on, on everything, um, which across, it was across the board. You know, work you don't you don't feel like you're tired, you're lethargic. Work clothes constantly either going up and up and up, and they don't fit you, and you're getting bigger and bigger. Um, and then obviously the, the social impacts. You, you don't want to go out, you don't want to do anything, and you come home, and you, you know you're eating stuff. You feel guilty when you're eating this, or you you don't want to eat this. But then you get that hungry because you're not eating properly that you go and sort of smash a takeaway in or just eat everything in the cupboard or crisps or whatever, or pop or whatever. Um, and it just becomes a, a huge, huge problem. But not so much it's the impact it's having on other people as well. Um, that's probably what you I maybe didn't realise as much. And then when you actually step back and have a look at things and you think, you know, I, I don't want to push people away. I don't want to hurt people. And then you realise, well, actually, by, by doing what I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing that. Um, like I said, from such a little thing, you know, well, I say a little thing, like weight, you've got this, because it's not managed, you've got this huge problem um, where you, you don't know what you're doing. You're running off in every direction to try and fix things. You're trying every fad that comes along. And every time it doesn't work, you sink a little bit lower and it just goes on and on and on, like a, like a cycle. Were you dieting from a place of desperation? Oh, dude, I think it'd gone, it probably gone beyond desperation. It, it sort of gone into the way and wonderful and just literally trying anything to get a bit of a result. And then you would see that maybe that initial 
pound or two pound come off and you'd be like, right, I've cracked it, I've got it. And then it'd change or it'd stop or it's been fluid that you've lost or or whatever. And then the weight starts to creep back on and then it goes up a little bit more this time. Um, so it was like, you know, one step forward, but maybe it's five back. And each time you come back a little bit worse. Um, and that's that's what has the impact. That's what had the impact for me. The, the biggest thing is where you're constantly coming back and then you, you're a little bit further back from where you started. So the task, it starts to look like insurmountable that you can't do it. There's kind of no way out um, because you're constantly starting further back and you just think, God, this is going to be even harder. And then that's when you kind of just think, right, and you just, you know, take your hands off the wheel and just, that's it, you kind of go with this and just give in. Yeah, so, I mean, before we get into, like, us working together, if we had, like, an alternate future where you did mm. nothing, like, what would that probably... Because I guess for... um people understand where you are right now. And this is the best time to bring any of my ex-clients on the podcast. It's probably been a couple of months since we've formally worked together. Yeah. So we yeah. had the initial 12 weeks and you went out on your own. And I find this is the best time to have a client back on the podcast because we're not just kind of going off the back of 12 weeks where you've had that kind of like almost you've been controlled by a coach. Yeah. I want this service to be about, right, I want to fix you so that you can go well beyond, like, I would love to get you back on the podcast in a year's time, in five years' time, and we're always going to have that, like, relationship where you're going to be able to message me and say, Ian, I'm doing this, which you have done, which is absolutely amazing. But yeah. if we had that ultimate future where you did nothing, where where would you be now? And maybe where would you be in that five, ten-year time? probably on a mobility scooter in a diabetic clinic or something like that. I think, honestly, I'm not just saying that. I wouldn't even like to think where I would be. Um, I'd have been up from 18 stone, probably in the, you know, approaching the 20s, feeling even worse. Um, probably pushed people away that much where I wouldn't really have many people around us. But the biggest thing for me is, is the impact I'd be having on other people as well. Um you know, the last thing I want to do is push my friends and push my family away. And I think I probably would have come to that. Um, and like physically, you know, the physical health side of things, you know, so it would have been terrible. I would imagine, you know, blood pressure and, and all the kind of rest of it. Um, I wouldn't even like to think about, about it. Uh, it wouldn't have been a good place, let's put it that way. So what led you to start working with me? So I'd, I'd had a, there was a colleague <clears throat> who I worked with and they'd started training. So they'd gone to the gym and they were doing weight training, like resistance training. So I'd spoke to them and I'd said, look, I want, I want to get into it. Can you give us any hints or tips? So they'd give us a, a number for um, somebody who could put uh, programs together. I got in touch with them and then I'd start the program and I was kind of <clears throat> thinking about it and I'd said, you know, if I'm going to do what I want to do properly. Can you recommend anybody who can look into the nutrition side of things? Because I think I need to, I need to get a handle on that um, desperately and then hopefully that'll go hand in hand with the training. So they'd give us, a, give us your details um, who I hadn't heard of you before, like previous to that. And then I'd kind of get in touch with you and then arrange to sort of set a chat up and catch up with you and, and see what we'll do. Say that last bit again. Sorry, Michael, you, you, your internet just went down. Which bit? Just um, you, you set up a chat with myself. Yeah, so I kind of set up a chat with yourself to see what you felt you could do, you know, if we kind of, if we could work together, if we, you know, if we could have that kind of relationship um, to, to kind of build something and, and go from there. Um, and it did, I think you've got to, you've got to be able to, you need to be able to have some sort of vibe with that person where you feel comfortable with them and that you can, you can say, you know, what you want to say or what you need to say. Because I think if you haven't got that or you don't get that feeling, and anything else is going to be really difficult because it's quite a personal thing. Um, and it, it's quite sort of, 
it's difficult. It's difficult. I accept that you need support, help, guidance. Um, and I think you need to be able to strike up that relationship with someone. Fortunately, we did, I think, from you know, from the get-go. And then we, we went on from there. There was like a little bit of fear though from your perspective because like let's just cast our minds back you know you've had 15 years of failure so you know why would the next thing be successful like what were your thoughts with that um initially it was like what am i doing um this is a you know and this is no this is no bad reflection on you this is just what's going through my mind so it's like this is a con um, it's a money thing. I'm going to waste all this money. I'm going to be no further forward. Um, you know, I'm, what's the wife going to say when she's found out I've spent this? And then, you know, I'm still 18 stone getting even heavier. Uh, I'm going to have to explain myself to, to her that I've wasted our money. And you've got all these thoughts going through your head. It's not going to work. Why would it work? Nothing else has been different. Why is this any different? And that's, that's all going through your head constantly. Like, it was horrendous. It really, you know quite anxiety provoking um, and it, you know, there's the financial side of it, there's the mental side of it. But then I kind of just hit a point where it's like, right, all that could happen, but what if it doesn't happen? What if none of that happens? And what actually, what if something good comes out of this? Um, what have I, you know, what have I got to lose? Yes, I get the financial bit, but if I keep going as I'm going, where am I going to end up? I need to do something different. And that's when it just kind of clicked with us. And it's a bit like what I'd said to you. It's, it was like, it was a moment, it was a moment of clarity, but it was kind of throwing that parachute out of the plane and then just diving out after us and going after us um, and taking that, that risk. Um, and you, you kind of, I think once you've committed, so once you, you've decided in your head, I'm going to go for this and, you know, you, you pay your pay fee or whatever, then you're in and you're bought in Um and from there, I kind of didn't look back after that. I just kind of trusted in what was going to come from that and just gave it me all, really, which I know sounds cheesy, but it was massively worrying. And I'm not a, I'm just a normal person. I'm not a massively wealthy person. I've got money to throw away or nothing like that. Um, and I had to take that risk and, you know, it was well worth it. It was worth, you know, every penny and I'd do it again. If I'd known what I'd known now, Earlier in my life, I'd have, I'd have done it then. Um, so, yeah, it's just about kind of taking that risk of buying in. You've got to believe it. Um, you can't, I don't think it's a process you can go into half, half-heartedly. You've got to kind of fully commit. This is why I have these conversations with people before I sign them up, because, like, I don't want them coming into my service expecting another, you know, slimming club or another diet. Like, what was your kind of like, what was firstly your expectations coming into it? And then what like kind of struck you like as a first impression? Yeah. Um, I think it's so initially in my head, I thought, right, I'm going to go away and he's going to, he's going to give us this magic diet, probably tell us to count calories and he's going to tell us to lift weights and how many steps I need to do and this, that and the other. And he's going to hold my hand a bit Um and it's going to be great, and it's going to work. And then when I come to see you, and it wasn't any of that, and I was just, first of all, I was like, right, okay, I've got no idea how this is going to work, and this isn't what I expected at all. But again, it's that I'd already kind of bought in. I thought, right, we're going, to, we're going to run with this. I didn't have any idea how it was going to work, none whatsoever. I just couldn't see it. I just thought, what is going on? Um, but I just went with it. And then I think as time goes on, you realise that what you thought you needed isn't actually what you needed. And what you get is something that I wouldn't have been able to find out on my own. I could have spent the next 100 years on the internet researching stuff. I'd still not have gotten what I'd got from kind of working with you, if that makes sense, and something that's maintainable, which is the biggest thing. Um, it's something that's feels normal now it's not kind of I don't feel like I'm on a plan or you know following a specific structure I just kind of I'm doing what I'm doing um, and it's not it's not a big thing anymore which I you know go back you know however many months I wouldn't have thought that was possible 
one of the quotes that I remember you messaging us was like, you know, you came to us thinking that you were going to get a diet and you're left with something completely different. Yeah, it, it's like a course. I, I, I viewed it as looking back now, it is like a, it's education um, and it's you're investing in yourself. That's how I viewed it. It's, you're paying for education that you can put into your, your well-being, really. And that's what it has been. It has been education. It's not kind of, you know, eat this, this is that many calories and you'll lose that much weight. You're investing. It's a big investment in yourself. Um, but that investment's going to kind of pay off for years and years and years down the line. Um, and it's really difficult. Once you've started doing it, it's really hard not to do it because you tend to find that I've found that I've gone into autopilot and I'm doing it anyway. Now it's kind of a sort of a subconscious thing. It's just happening with my nutrition um, and everything kind of comes together. And at the start, you, you know, you might not hear it is everything's new. You think, oh, what's going on? But by the end of the process, it's like, right, that, that's making sense. Um, I get it. And then, you know, when you come out the other side, all of it becomes automatic Um and I think for me, it's kind of accepting that it's it's a journey. I think I've always chased a goal. I want to be X weight. When I get there, that's it. And then it, it doesn't go like that. It kind of it's just this constant journey. But you get to you get to live more, and that's not you know you haven't got this perfectionist head on where you've got to hit everything perfectly. And if you don't hit it, then that's it. Your week's kind of out the window. Um, you just you just go with us, you know. You have good days, you have bad days, but it's not the end of the world. It's kind of that that bigger picture looking at us, which I could never do before this. Yeah, you, you know, you were so stuck in indecision and not knowing what was what. You'd went down so many rabbit holes. You'd tried so many diets. You'd heard so many stories. Like everybody had an opinion which ultimately left you confused, conflicted, like massively procrastinating. You and I kind of had our conversation. You took the leap of faith, like hoping that you would kind of grow your wings on the way down. Um, it was scary spending the money, investing in yourself, which isn't really a thing. It's not a tangible, like when you go and do a diet, you kind of know what you're getting where with what we were doing. Like part of it is like with the behavior change element is like, Hey, like I'm here to meet you where you're at and work you through a process that is on your terms, inevitably to get to you to the point where you are right now um, and beyond. So these subconscious autopilot automated things are just who you are now and like tell me about like kind of the the emotional weight that's been taken off your shoulders and, and where you are now in your kind of like your mentality what you're doing and what your life's like um it, it has been you know I'll be honest it has been life-changing for me I've learned so much about myself sort of positives areas that I need to develop in um, which is great, and it's give us a better overview of me as a person. But as me, me kind of weight has started to reduce, I've learned that that's that that's not everything. This is this isn't like it's not just a diet. Like it's not just where you come and eat this. It's like a lot more than that, and it's kind of takes this holistic approach and looks at everything about you. Well, that's what I got out of it. And yes, you, you I've lost weight, and I think as you start to lose weight, the confidence comes. Um, I couldn't jog. So from that, being able to jog, done 5K, done 10K, um, albeit, yes, it's been on a treadmill, but still done two half marathons on the treadmill, back out on the bike um, with my friends, feeling better in myself, um, able to kind of keep up in things, setting records for myself, beating previous records for myself. But it's everything, feel better at home, feel better with my family, more energised, more focused. And there's other things, you know, it's had an impact at work. I'm able to get more done, I think. I think uni as well. It's just give us all around confidence, all around better feeling in myself. Um, and initially it can be hard because I think you start to change and people notice that. They'll say, you know, what you're doing, what you're up to. And I'm not one that's, you know, I don't like to, I don't kind of plaster me stuff out there in the, in the social space. I kind of just like to get on with things. And then 
I think some people it'll go with it and they're fine, you're changing and happy with that. But I think some people resist that. So I did find that that's difficult. But I think if anybody's kind of resistive to you changing or trying to better yourself, my feelings in the end were that says more about them um, than it does about me. And I'd kind of just soldiered on and kind of pressed on with it regardless. And I'd made my decision that I needed to make these changes for myself. And in time, people come around to that. And if they don't, then, you know, I just thought, really, if you, if you lost anything, um, I, didn't, I didn't feel that I had. But generally, it's, it's been a massive change for me, um, all positive. And it's, I guess that kind of, you're no longer the, the fat lad at the back. And, like, that doesn't just, like, that metaphor or analogy, I get the two mixed up, um, that doesn't just, that that's not where you not you're not there on the bike anymore that's like a metaphor for like where you were in life yeah and that's how you felt like whereas now you're kind of like on the bike as well like yeah I don't know if you're the leader of the pack but you're certainly not at the back anymore yeah. and, and is that how you feel kind of in your life also definitely um I feel loads better in myself loads more confident confident I'll you know I'm happy I'm better going out better socializing um and just feel, you know, I think other people's noticed, feel a lot happier, um, in a better place mentally, physically, feel good. And I don't feel like I've got that kind of that fat lad at the back hanging over us. Um, because I can see all these all these changes happening and it's still happening. It's something that's maintainable, which is a that's a big help. Um, it hasn't, you know, I me mean, where he was, right? When this ends, I'm gonna go back to square one and then probably is even worse than that and I was kind of almost waiting for it to happen I was like right any minute now any minute now and then you know weight went up a little bit maybe it's a pound or two but then I thought well hang on I'm not worried like normally I would start to flap and I didn't and then I come back down again I just kind of I didn't change anything I just stayed more or less consistent Um, you know and I still I don't drink a lot anyway but you can still I can still have like a takeaway or a meal or you know, drink with a meal or, or something like that. And nothing's really changed. It's just all kind of stayed as it is. And I've continued to lose little bits of weight, which I think is probably a healthier way to do it than, you know, a massive chunk of weight gone. Um, and then a rebound where this has just been a, a consistent kind of steady approach. And what we've done is give you that ability to really see big picture and like the analogy I like to use with clients is like, I'm kind of like teaching you to drive, but ultimately the lessons start to occur when that instructor's not next year anymore. And like the principles are the principles. And that's what we kind of help you establish and gain that sense of awareness of all of the kind of, you know, the rules of the road, the rules of life in your case. And it's just like, right. Okay. Then all I need to do is, is pause a little bit, think with clarity you know, maybe turn that radio down a little bit um, because there's different messages and it's just kind of, whereas in the past you would have really struggled with like, it was either on the diet or off the diet where it sounds like with what you're doing with the lessons, the internal work and educational work that we did, you have that kind of more clarity and understanding of all the things that you can do. Yeah. I think it's, <clears throat> you think you know what you need to know, but you don't until you start the process. And what you think you need to know, what I thought I needed you know, was way above what I actually needed. You know, I sort of, just the details, I didn't need it. And then what you did was kind of simplify things. And you've got a, you've got this bigger picture, but it's also a lot simpler. And then you realise that actually, you know, it's not, it's not a kind of, it's not difficult. It's not complex. There's no sort of secret to it. Um, it's not my fault. Um, I can change. I'm not kind of stuck as this, as I was this heavy person. And I think the, the lessons you just start to do them and you learn it and it becomes just routine and then you don't even know you're doing it. And it just kind of carries on from there. But I think for me, it's just the fact that it's, it's, so simple it's it's not 
difficult and what I, you know, what I thought it was or what I thought I was coming to you for, it, it was it was like nothing like that. It was totally different, unexpected, um, but the right thing. And I've, I've getting the, the tools from it to kind of carry on in the future, which has been proved. You know, I don't even weigh myself every day and things. I just weigh myself when I feel I kind of need to. Um, and if I'm focused, we've got like big rides coming up, then I might focus a little bit more on that to get to where I want to be for performance-wise. Um, if we're not, then, you know, I'm not really that worried about it because yeah, I'm going more off feel um, than I ever was before. Then I did, I did, I did. I need to say this. What was I then? Or oh, put a pound on from yesterday. This is terrible. And then you enter self-destruct mode. That's all kind of gone. Um, and I just know I trust in my head that I'm heading in the right direction. You know, and it's like this, what diets do really is like you lose that kind of trust with intuition. And that's something that we had to, to really kind of regain with yourself was trust with yourself, trust with food, trust with the process, you know, the future isn't predictable. And, you know, from you going like to this all or nothing mentality, but like you did go all in with working together, but that doesn't mean that I'm here to restrict you. I'm here to kind of free you and kind of, you need to be all in on this kind of philosophy and mentality towards like your health your nutrition and your lifestyle um because the alternative was like being all in from a place of like desperation you know going on these quick fixes these fad diets which inevitably like over a 15 year period resulted in you being in the heaviest you've ever been so you know you lost weight you regained it plus more whereas with what we've done we work together you went away on your own. You've continued to lose weight. You've been enjoying takeaways. You've been enjoying drinks. You've been enjoying family time. It's all about like what you're able to do more of now, whereas every diet that you've ever done has always been about removals and rules and rigidity and being strict and being good, whereas now you've got that just sense of awareness and like overall understanding so you're not overly like i guess uh there's not much drama in the data because you've got that just open-mindedness with it all yeah definitely um i was massive on data like sort of counting calories and and weight and fluctuations in weight and why has it gone up why has it stayed the same what's happened what's different am i doing something wrong oh my god it's about to fail and um, the wheels are going to come off and that's just all gone. And I, I, I don't think you realise until you've come through this process, like how tiring that is and how much of an impact it has on you. Um, and that's that's massively, it's kind of like liberating almost. You come out the other side of it and you don't, you realise actually none of that matters. Um, you don't need any of that. You know, you, it's, it's pretty simple what you need to do. And you just, it's like reprogramming yourself. Um, and you come out the other end of it and you've kind of, you know, you've reset the computer, um, it's working fine and everything's going okay. And initially, yeah, I did worry that, you know, I was going to get it wrong, I was going to mess it up um, after, you know, we'd finished working together. But all that stayed. Um, and I think, you know, if it can if it can stick in my head, you know, and stay there and I can work with it after, you know, 15 odd years of failing, you know, I, th- I think there'd be a pretty good chance that it would it would do the same um, for other people. Definitely, I think it's just like you say, it's kind of in making that investment and saying, right, I'm you know I'm going to do it. But, you know, we're gonna we're gonna get this cracked, and then striking that relationship up with yourself. I think we were, you know, you were great. I think we were pretty good at at sending the messages, sort of backwards and forwards, staying in touch, getting advice when I needed it, and it was. That sort of, I feel that you had the focus where you would help us and you would give us guidance, but kind of, I felt the work, it was up to me to do that, if you know what I mean. And I felt empowered to be able to do that. I think with sometimes with the diets, that's taken out your hand and you're given a script or a process and say, follow that. Where with you, you know, it was more of sort of, you learned as you explored things as you moved on and it was more this kind of holistic approach not just looking at what you're eating it's kind of looking at everything um which i think that's that's really helpful 
um, when you learn. And, and it is, I, I felt it was like, you're not paying for diet, you're kind of paying really for, for education. For I looked at it as a course because I feel like I've come out at the other end of it and I, I've learned, I have learned something um, and I'm not where I was before. I've, I've improved from where I was before. I think it's the wrong way to look at it. Definitely not a diet, I would say. Yeah, it's kind of like, I'll, I'll say it, uh, listen, working with a coach um, or a mentor who's been doing the thing that you want success in for like years, has read the books, has went through the process themselves. They've spent the money on the education. Like to work with someone like that is not a cost. It's it's an investment. It's, you know, you are bypassing, as you said, like however many hundreds of hours and years of like trying to at least figure it out. But most people give up by then. Um, whereas if you can kind of bypass potential years of trial and error and mistakes um, so they can give you the absolute best um, possible chance of, of being successful, which which you absolutely will be. I'm 100 percent confident with that. I mean, even at the beginning of us working together, there was obvious signs that the past had impacted you uh, because there still was a lot of like self-doubt and you know, you needing that degree of certainty, like, what about this? What about that? How does this impact that? What's this, that and the other? You know, again, that perfectionism, that overwhelm that basically bled from those 15 years was still coming into it. But the whole coaching process is about embracing those feelings, listening to those feelings, discussing those feelings, like, exposure to those feelings are the best way to learn from those feelings and move beyond those feelings so many people keep themselves stuck for years whereas you had the courage and it is a it is a a challenging thing and anybody that works with me I'm like well done and the the go away going I didn't think it was anything going to be anything like this and I'm like well yeah yeah, because like (laughs) unfortunately the diet industry the fitness industry like helping people on a psychological basis is just it's horrible Um, and it's leaving people in a far worse state where I'm like listen I want to fix your life I want to but you have to show up you have to be committed you were Michael which like and I'll never take credit for a client's work because ultimately they've got to walk through the door and they've got to do the process and you were absolutely right in this chat in the fact that i gave you ownership i gave you responsibility i gave you autonomy and this these are the tools that are going to keep you going forward for the rest of your life if you were still driving in your car right now with the driving instructor next to you because you just were so unconfident out on the road on your own they've kind of given you a disservice and it would be a disservice if you know I didn't teach you all of the f- physiological and psychological things that you needed to be successful forever yeah no I <clears throat> totally agree with that I think you know I'm not I'm not knocking any sort of um, slimming clubs and things like that but I don't think the, the cover that aspect of things um in the detail that you go through. And like I said before, I, I don't feel this was a diet. It's kind of so much more than that. You're educating yourself. And I think that's, that is what I needed. Uh, I, if I hadn't have done this, um, I, I don't think anything would have changed. It would be even worse now. Um, and I think that's how you need to approach it as in like fully buy into it, but approach it as though you are investing in yourself and kind of undertaking education really it's it's a course um more more than it is a diet definitely uh, and, I would say. and here you are 20 plus pounds down you know maintaining that lost weight which is something you've never done for like months on end no like you know going into the future with like absolute clarity on who you are where you are and what you're doing so if you're not losing weight, you know exactly why you're not losing weight. If you're gaining weight, you know why you're gaining weight. If you are lo- want to lose weight, you know how to lose weight. Like everything's just nicely regulated from 
a physiological perspective in terms of your nutritional intake, but more importantly, from a place of balance and that psychological thing. Um, before like I, I stop this recording, is there any like final things that maybe we haven't spoke about or that you'd like the listeners to kind of, that you'd like to give them a message and leave on? I would probably just say that I, you know, I can't say this enough, but there's nothing actually, there's nothing special about me. You know, I'm just a normal, average, run-of-the-mill person who got into this cycle of, you know, slimming clubs, disbelief in myself, and a feeling of kind of hopelessness. And I think unless you take a chance and reach out and even have just have the conversation with you, even if, you know, I've never, ever felt any pressure from you. So if I hadn't wanted to go ahead... When we chatted, I felt comfortable enough to say that. Yeah, I've never ever felt, you know, that pressure. And I think the first step really is kind of having that chat with you, see how things might work or what you what you can do. But take the risk and kind of, if you leave it, you're going to get 15 years down the line. You'll be no further forward. I would say for me, this is definitely without a doubt one of the best things I've ever done for myself. And I would just like people there invest in themselves and kind of take that chance and, and and give it a go and i think they'd be surprised by what they find that comes out of it that's uh that's really good so you know on behalf of myself like the listeners it's you know it's always great to like get these experiences shared from like a, a real person it's all well and good me telling people but people who i've worked with who have like you know experienced like the fruits of the the labor and they've come out the other side can just share like where they were in such a dark place to to now where they are and with so many like amazing things on the horizon also you know just by working together for like three months you know of coaching online coaching um and yeah i am here to to help you um help everybody out there to to help them live a a better life so again michael i just want to say a huge thank you for this um, and a huge well done and you know we'll we'll close it down there thank you mate no problem thank you very much and that is it i just want to say a huge massive thank you to michael for coming on the podcast and sharing his experience now for those that are maybe a little bit stuck in a rut frustrated and don't know what to do as a coach my job is to help break things down and make things a lot easier i give you the necessary support and accountability to not only get you results in the short term but also how to teach you how to maintain them and keep them for the long term if you are interested send me an email at ian at buildwithbickle.com you can find me on instagram ian underscore bickle underscore coach or you can message me over on facebook anyway that is it for today again thank you for listening and i will catch you next time goodbye